0: Hello friends and welcome to We the Church, a simple conversation of what it looks like or could look like to meaningfully and authentically follow Jesus together in our everyday experience. I'm Phil Rice and I'm here with my good friends Lance Humphreys and Tim Ulrich, taking the conversations that have been significant for us and creating a conversational archive that will hopefully be significant for you as well. Okay, so we'll just we'll just keep it rolling. So culturally, what would you say are blind spots for the church in America, and from your perspective, what are ways to overcome those blind spots?
1: Anybody want to take a initial round on this? Um, I'll jump in. So there are there two interesting things. I mean, you know, so you you ask about church in America. That's different than church in, in the Bible Belt. Um, mm. and, and yet there's some major crossover. So one of the greatest challenges about being in a place like Oklahoma City or any other Bible Belt town, Atlanta, Nashville, on and on and on. Dallas. 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 Is you have the illusion that the local branded church is thriving and the illusion that therefore like the church in general is thriving and um you know it's interesting you know alvin toffler the futurist writing in the 70s and 80s you know talked about how everything was changing in our generation and an entire new era was being ushered in and um, that we now call the information age But the interesting point that he made was you see the best examples of a previous era when the new era has already begun, because they're the survivors. And so we've never had better meetings. We've never had more charismatic, articulate, um, excellent quality speakers and leaders. Um, uh, Our content is world-class, and it's coming out of Bible Belt evangelicalism, and, um, and yet... There are fewer and fewer people gathering in fewer and fewer places, Um, and in the midst of all that, it is still mostly a baby boomer and Gen X phenomenon. So um, millennials and Gen Z have already given up on that model, both in the Bible Belt and, and throughout the rest of the country. So... Statistically, according to Barna and Pine Tops Foundation, just came out with a study as well. But statistically, um, the um, church local church attendance in the Bible Belt is is still pretty strong, um, uh, and it, it's non existent in the rest of the country. Mm. But um, uh, particularly places like New York, Portland. Seattle. But um, for millennials and Gen Z, the statistics almost parallel. So nationally, only about 13% of millennials and Gen Z would consider themselves to be evangelical Christians and regularly attend any kind of evangelical Christian gathering. Um, in Oklahoma City, that number is 15% according to the latest Barnet report. Wow. So, we've already lost the next generation to the predominant model. They don't care about how awesome our gatherings are, um, the quality of our music, the quality of our, of our rhetoric, um, they've already abandoned the system, um, uh, but they have not yet um, abandoned spirituality or the idea that Jesus could just be the answer they're looking for.
0: Just from that spot, I'd love to just hear about what does it look like to move into a new a new era.
2: I mean, to me, I just think about I think about that how what the coming church might look like. Um, I just I kind of just get a sense that the historians might say something around 2020, 2030, there was like the beginnings of some kind of reformation. But to me, I think mm. a reformation is coming um, where it won't be about the building, the brands, the budgets, the billboards, the bulletins. Um, I, got, I got a few more beads if you want to. <laughs> but um, But it's just going to be people mm. who are in love with each other, probably starting to to really get um, moving amongst the fatherless generation. That's, to me, if there was going to be a perk or a, a good side to fatherlessness, it's that people get desperate to find the father. And um, and I think to overcome that, I think when people just start to, to just move towards a relationship. Um, so to us, where I think you start with some of those steps... Is just to, to basically, be intentional uh, with people around you in your path, um, and then just kind of see where, it, where it evolves from there. But that word intentional gets overused as well too. I don't even know exactly what that would mean, but where relationship, relationship, relationship begins to, to move you in a way that like you don't need some alternative I don't know uh Sunday morning thing to bring your identity into play um I don't know I feel like I'm scrambling for words right now but um without trying to be too specific because I it's hard to know like uh how you know for me it's just like how hard or how specific do you become yeah I, I
0: I totally resonate with that and I think um you know we've we've had conversations about um, even just the concept of labeling things, Yes. I mean all of us have and i I think I think at times labels are helpful, like lines and tracks are helpful, but I agree with Tim in that when we start talking about um, a a generation of people who are are kind of done um attending meetings for meeting's sake. There has to be a, a relational authenticity there. And and you can't manufacture um you can't manufacture that. Mm-hmm. And so when we're we're so quick to label things just because we want to know if we're succeeding or not. And that's kind of been our our MO thus far. And I, I think there really is something to um, just just letting things happen, um, not trying to quantify numbers and movement and um, attendance to gatherings. And, oh, my gosh, am I connected to 100 different people who are under the same brand, or am I only connected to four people? And is it okay that I'm just connected to four people? I, you know, I've, I know Becky and I experienced a level of, um, experience just kind of a level of stress around, well, can I call this a gathering? You know, um, Mm -hmm. if it's just me, my wife, my kids, and a few roommates, is this, you know, (laughs) does this biblically qualify? And I think, uh, just that concept of label, if we can set that aside for now um, you know for a a decade perhaps, and say well let 's just be jesus followers together and see where that takes us uh, because if we if we don't all we have is a previous concept, and i don 't mm-hmm. think it
2: really takes us very far yeah yeah that 's the detox stage and and really the the i mean the detox stage is in your mind is the renewing of your mind of saying like by faith i can do this and it ha- doesn't have to have a label slash quote unquote gathering word or something attached to it and it's in that detox stage where the relationships begin to be pruned off that weren't real by real i mean like there wasn't that basically those 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 previous relationships were attached just because of the local brand that they were under But then when you begin to unplug that, you unplug from that, you'll realize that those relationships were just people you saw with big smiles as you walked in and and then as you left, you know, but I mean, at the same time, those people in those walls, um, there's such good hearts behind it. Um, it's just that I think there's a new era coming Hmm. where that old model, that old wineskin is kind of ready to be done because of the relational poverty that is now overcome our culture. I mean, to me, the cultural blind spots is rooted in relational poverty. Hmm. So mm-hmm. they cannot, they can't see, hear, understand until the city's laid waste. And that's what the, that, this next generation is starting to grapple with, which is why are the cities laying waste, which is priming the pump for the church of the city to be that vehicle but what the church of the city is going to look like in the days to come will be just a network of people not associated by a brand but where they start to feel like family uh family in the sense of like they're not they're not commuting to something they're just being connected to each other and I think it will evolve I mean who knows what it's ultimate it's gonna ultimately is gonna look like but I just think that that's what the the following generation is going to find is family uh, not in the quote-unquote church building model. But I, I kind of feel like it's going to be made up in, in neighborhoods of our cities, and the church of the city will be made up of that, mm. whether it's in the urban, suburban, or rural communities with lots of mojo in between.
1: I, I totally agree with all that, Tim. I love it, and yeah, and I think, yeah, I think, I think the church will thrive in simple re- relationships yeah, and neighborhoods. Okay. And I think of neighborhoods as physical neighborhoods, and then also mostly workplaces, or you know, it's the place where you spend most of your time. So for most people, their primary neighborhoods are where their home is, whether that's an apartment complex or or a you know suburban cul-de-sac and um in their their workplace you know the place that you know the people that they're around mm-hmm. all day i mean and you, you know i mean you know jesus only definition of church is where two or three are gathered you know paul's only description of church is in first corinthians 14 where you know somebody's got a somebody's got an encouraging word somebody's got a song somebody's got a you know sense of what the lord's saying and doing and Everybody plays, it's relational. And I think, you know, I think that's what it looks like. I think back to Phil's original question, like, what do we do about our cultural blindness? I mean, I don't see any way around a move of repentance. And hmm. but it's not so it's not something we like can strategize for and need new like structures and systems and strategies. It's, it's, you know, rend your heart, not your garments, and, um, you know, if the thing that unified God's people, um, the Hebrew people, you know, um, I mean, there was a, you know, there was this physical sign of circumcision, right? And, and now the sign is the circumcision of the heart, you know, these people love differently and they love jesus they love one another and i think ultimately that becomes the calling card not who has the best this or that but but just just the love is so intense and when i say repentance i mean it's not like it's just like seeing being willing to see things as they really are and make different choices based on what the Lord's revealing about how the world really works and what we really are supposed to do with our time, talent, treasure, what, how we love people. Um, um, but we are the problem. They are not the problem. And, Mm -hmm. and I think until a great move happens in our own hearts, starting with mine and yours and the people that we know and love, um, but, you know, and then the other thing I think is, you know, we don't have to blow up the existing systems, you know. I mean, um, you just start doing the new thing and, you know, I mean, where there's still life in, in current systems, uh, that life will will be a blessing and a resource to the church of the city. And you think about even these these buildings, you know, what, I mean, we have we have buildings in every neighborhood that could be a resource to just loving the neighborhood and fostering relationships. And when you no longer have to build a brand, when there's no more bumper stickers, window stickers, no more brand building, uh, where you don't have to meet a budget, you know, by via gatherings, uh, then you're free to, to see everything as just a resource to love mm-hmm. the city. And, and some, I mean, we've got, we've got branded, things in this town gatherings that are just amazing it's so amazing at certain things um their business model will end up being for-profit and will be a great blessing to the whole city you Mm -hmm. know because they're just so good at Mm -hmm. doing a few things and uh, so it's not a matter of like dismantling it's a matter of just letting time um and the right heart just kind of reveal what things can become.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of We the Church. You can find us at wethechurchpodcast.com or you can find us on your podcast platform of choice by searching We the Church Podcast. Thanks so much for being with us.